Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of the Empower Hour. So today I thought we'd take a little bit of a different flavour. Um, there is no guest, the guest is myself. So um, I wanted to take you back to the beginning. So there are people who could be joining that I've got no idea who I am. And I just wanted to actually properly introduce myself and tell you about the, the whole reason that the Empower Hour got started in the first place. So my name is Amanda McAloon and I am living here in Bonnie, Scotland. Maybe we will tell from the accent. And I started the podcast off with the beautiful Sheila Rohan. And we would sit and we would have really interesting conversations about all the things that we had learned through all our different personal development courses. And like we've shared our knowledge and different wins and things that had been helping us. And we decided that um, we wanted to be able to share that because we wanted to be able to give and help and help empower other people from our own stories, but also from loads of other people's stories. Because here's the thing is everybody has got a story. Um, and when we take the time or to delve into that story, we can get some really, truly um, great nuggets on what has contributed to that success because it's very easy for us to look at people who we deem to be successful and see who they are now at the end of um, that journey, but they maybe haven't seen the, the challenges that or the struggles that went on in the middle piece for them to be able to get to that that end point but the thing is that you're always or like should be wanting to be evolving and growing and expanding because as soon as we get into our comfort zone we're either it's either where you're creating or disintegrating you're either growing or decaying just what I've learned um from like my own personal development journey so that was why we started the podcast in the first place Sheila um is now going to be taking more of a back seat and it's going to be more of myself going forward um, interviewing guests and Sheila will pop in as and when but I'm truly grateful to Sheila for all her help in getting the podcast up and running as well as to Ali from the Silly Goose Gang who um, helped the both of us as well and um, together you're better like I, I really um super grateful because I don't know if I would have taken the jump without without you Sheila um, so thank you and, it, and that's it, it's being able to push yourself out of your comfort zone because you don't know what you're truly capable of until you actually start to push yourself forward. It's so easy for to, to just stay in that comfort zone thinking that it's keeping us safe. But really what it does is it keeps us stuck and we can then justify that in our minds by being happy for everything that we've got, which is super important and it's really important to be happy where you are and be really grateful for where you are because if you're you're not then you you can't then go on to create more but it's understanding that if you have this desire and need inside of you for more that it's not wrong it's okay to want more um it's actually inbuilt in us for to allow us to grow and expand and that's something that I didn't realize um not really that long ago so my journey, like I am a mindset and success coach. And 
what I do is I help people overcome their challenges so that they can then have a life of um, inner peace and fulfillment. They can have beautiful, uh, fulfilling relationships. They can have the confidence to go and get that career um, and step out, lose, lose the excess pounds, stop the yo-yo dieting, learn to love themselves. Because here's the thing, it's like, it's so good for so many things, including like increasing our wealth. Um, money is not a bad thing. It's actually when um, it's a currency, it's an energy and can be used for so much good. Um, this is what I help people with. It's very wide and varied and it's hard to niche down. But what I can do is tell you about my own story and how working on my mindset and investing in myself has completely transformed my life. And if I if it resonates with one person, it can help one person, then it's been all worthwhile um, stepping up and stepping out. So I, my biggest thing that I wanted, my biggest dream was to be able to be in a fulfilling and loving relationship. Um, that was like the biggest thing that I was shooting for for such a long time. So um, if there's anybody out there who is looking for their soulmate and is thinking, oh my goodness, um, is that ever going to happen for me? Then I can so resonate for where you're at. But trust me, like you can create whatever it is that you want when you understand that the inner talk and what's going on inside of you is then what is getting reflected and what's going on outside of you. It then actually puts you back in control and going, huh, so if I'm, can, if I'm creating all these results that I don't want, if I start doing the inner work and working on me and changing what's going on inside, I can actually start changing what's going on on the outside. And that's powerful. It's certainly a, a mindset shift for me. So I can remember when I, I was single and I had just, I just seemed to be going from one bad relationship to another um, in terms of what it was that I was looking for. Because if somebody had told me back then, what I wanted I wasn't able to tell you that but I could tell you a string of things of what I didn't want um and I think quite a few people might be able to say that so I think it's excuse me um and it wasn't until I took my first personal development course because I had been asking and asking and asking for for help and for answers and I really all I wanted was somebody to really love me the way that I loved them and to have this beautiful relationship where I could go and travel the world and do things with them. When I'd done the work on me and on my first personal development course, then that's exactly what happened for me. And it was being able to recognise that, do you know, if I had no self-worth for myself if I had no self-love for myself then how was I able then to attract in this man of my dreams and it was being able to first of all get clarity on what it was that I really really wanted and that clarity really brought initially um, feelings of recognizing oh my goodness I don't actually have that in my life just now but then when I realized that when 
if I had to put my mind in the place of that I already had it now, then that's what was going to bring it closer to me. And that might sound woo-woo to, um, for those who have never really understood like how we're vibrational beings and when we are vibrating in harmony with what it is that we want in life, then what we do is we start to attract people, places, um, resources for to be able to achieve what it is that we're looking to achieve. It's very much like, if you take the woo-woo out of it, if somebody had to say to you, um, right, you're going to go and buy a red car tomorrow, and then all of a sudden you're out in the road and you start seeing red cars everywhere, you maybe hadn't seen them. It's not that all of a sudden there's all these red cars on the road, but what there is is that that your awareness has changed and you're you're actively um, seeking them and seeing them, um, but they were always there. You just weren't aware of them and you weren't focused on it. Because what we focus on expands and that goes for either way, whether it's good or bad, you know, whatever... Um, we put an intention on grows. So it's understanding that if we are just going through life on a daily basis with no goal or anything that we're looking to, to achieve and create, then we're actually, that's where we're in the state of disintegration. That's where we, we lack passion or people can feel lost. Um, I'm certainly seeing a lot of that just now with my clients where people are either maybe split up in relationships that are, are feeling lost and thinking, well, what now have been part of that, that unit for so long? And then they're, they now find themselves back to square one or where they think square one. And, and that can be a really difficult transition. And it's understanding then that when you then start to peel away the layers of the onion and do the work on yourself or to heal from that experience and then what you can actually then create from there is just, absolutely incredible but what happens is a lot of people they maybe don't do the work on themselves which is what I was doing um many months ago and what I was doing is just recreating a similar experience with somebody else because I hadn't done the work on me for to be able to change what I thought of me what was possible um what I deserved all that kind of good stuff and it's just, like, I'm super grateful for, like, where I'm at now. I've got a beautiful relationship. I got exactly what I asked for. Um, I, If you've been listening to the podcast, I interviewed Raymond uh, two weeks ago, Raymond McAloon, who is, he has his own United in Fitness and RGM Fitness, but he's doing his own um, men's only retreats and helping them reconnect to themselves. Um as well as the environment and everything around them, which again is understanding that it's not mental health and putting all the good stuff into our, our, our mind isn't just for women or for men, it's, it's for us all, but it's amazing to see what he is doing and creating from doing all the mindset work that we have done together. And that was one of the things that I wanted because I had started this personal development journey. I'd been reading books, I'd started taking courses, I was doing the work on myself. And I knew that I wanted to attract a partner who was open-minded, 
who is committed to growth and moving forward in life. And um, we have went and we've invested in ourselves for to go across to like America. And we we done the Zai seminars where, you know, you were like full immersion basically in at the ranch in, in California in Napa Valley. And it was an incredible experience because I got to witness firsthand Raymond's growth as well as going through my own the challenges that we went through within that time. And we've done um, many things since. And when you've got two people that come together that are both doing the work, it's incredible what you both can create together. So my big message to everyone listening is get clarity on what it is that you want so whether you're either looking for your soulmate or whether you're actually in a relationship already and if it's not going well where are you putting your focus are you focusing on the arguments are you focusing on what's not working are you focusing on what they're not doing what they're not saying i know i could be very guilty years ago of looking for external validation um i think with quite a few women will maybe chuckle at this is like if you're getting ready for going for a night out and um you know I was just like wanting to hear well do I look great do I look beautiful like just looking for that external validation but the person that I really needed to to hear it from was from myself um and it's something that I've worked again on quite significantly is that to be able to change the image of what I've seen in the mirror because what I didn't realize was that we have a what we call a cybernetic mechanism that's in our heads it's in our inner mind and it's very much a cybernetic mechanism is what our central heating is for instance so our central heating if you've got a a thermostat and let's say you set it at 70 degrees the room temperature will stay at 70 degrees and then unless somebody opens up a window the temperature then drops and then the thermostat will kick in and not bring it back up to 70 again likewise you know if the heating's still on and it's starting to go over 70 the heating clicks off will rise back down to 70 and it'll basically it's the thermostat the cybernetic mechanism is set at 70 and regardless of whether it goes up or down it will always end up back at 70. And that was like a huge breakthrough for me um, in terms of mindset, because I didn't realize that that's what I had been doing in my weight loss journey. And it's not about going for compliments. There's a lot, a lot of people say, oh, do you know, I, I've always seen you as looking good or whatever, and, which is really nice and, and lovely to hear. But if you don't feel like that on the inside, it doesn't matter what anybody else actually says to you you will just like reject that idea. And when you understand if you're running a pure self-image of yourself, whether it's down to either weight, being lovable, whether it's about money, then you're only going to be able to create what your set point is because your cybernetic mechanism is going to kick in and pull you back. And I was like, wow, you know, all all these years of like releasing um, weight and then putting it all back on and sometimes more and then back on the bus again and then like all this yo-yoing back and forward and then beating myself up of my goodness if I just stayed stayed the course I would have the body that I want by now and 
you know, again, it was like another reason for to beat myself up and sabotage my success. It's crazy. Because um, I always thought that it was down, losing weight was all down to the calories in, calories out um, expenditure. But it's so much more than that. It's about your mindset. And, you know, if you're going to feel as if you're in deprivation, you're not going to, that's not sustainable for you because that's not in alignment with who you are. Um, so you will sabotage your success. It's understanding that when you start seeing yourself as a, a healthy individual, you're seeing yourself as beautiful and you're constantly programming that in instead of maybe looking in the mirror and going, oh my goodness, like your bum looks really big in this. <laughs> or look at your lumps and bumps or belly flab or whatever it is that you're saying to yourself and looking in the mirror, if it's anything other than nice, then what you're doing is you're programming your subconscious mind. And our subconscious mind is your, where your cybernetic mechanism is. That's what you're programming in. That's what's going to keep you at that, that level. So you can go by willpower alone and go and do the dieting and do all the exercise and if it's just on willpower then at some point your cybernetic cybernetic mechanism is going to kick back in that thermostat is going to kick back in it's going to bring you right back to the image that you are running deep in your subconscious mind wow like I had never been taught that before and it wasn't until like I've done all my, my training to become a consultant and teach this that I released um, 16 pounds easily. Like I never even stood on the scales for six months. Um, and I was like, wow, like that's really interesting. So it's, it's understanding when we start working with our mind and being able to change the images that we're holding of ourselves, being able to um, change the beliefs that we're holding, then our results start changing and what what most of us do and I certainly could be guilty of this I didn't understand like I used to be in network marketing and I used to see um all all these other leaders who I had so much um admiration for and they would be like totally killing it like helping so many people building massive businesses creating huge incomes from their sales and their teams and it didn't matter how hard that I worked, I never had the level of success that I truly wanted to have. Yes, I had some success, but not like the others. And I felt like a lot of the time I was like staying up really late, getting up really early, like really being hard, like hard work, hard work, you know, fitting it in, where I could, round about my, um, my other job that I was doing at the time. And a lot of time, like going for burnout, really, um, just by that constant push. And I didn't realize at that point that the way, first of all, by thinking that I had to work really, really hard for it was part of my programming. Like that's, it. I was brought up in a household where my mum and dad are workers. Um, they'd done exceptionally well and they were very successful, but they, they really worked. There would be a lot of time we'd get phone calls. They had a contract cleaning business. Um, do you know, somebody hadn't turned up and we'd be away cleaning offices at like 10 o'clock at night and things like, 
but never thought anything of it and that was okay it never for me and I worked with them and it never ever done me any any harm it instilled really good worth ethic and values into me but like realizing that there is a different way that's with these and flowing when you actually get rid of the hardness and that software that doesn't serve you it's incredible what you can create so here I was in my marketing business watching everybody else who had this big success and they were doing a lot of meditating and a lot of visualizing and going away for cups of tea and had all the time for to do things they want and still watch their um out of telly at night time before they went to the bread and never took any phone calls after nine o'clock and I'm like how are they doing that and now I totally get get it why is because oh they were doing all the, th- the, the things that I thought I was doing and I was doing but I didn't understand that I'll, the way in which to do it so that I could actually change my programming so I could have stayed another 10 years in that business and unless I actually realized that I had to stop looking from my results. I had to stop looking at the fact that I maybe hadn't made the sales that I was hoping to make that month or was looking at the team that wasn't there yet. And the, the more years that went on from that and the more that I focused on that, the more that that's what I was creating. And I and it's like such a light bulb moment for me. Um, and when you realize that when you're, constantly coming from your results so if you're looking at your results at the moment in your life that you don't want so let's just say it's in business and you're working really hard and you're 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 maybe then starting to get stressed about what's going on in the world just now between fuel prices going up and electricity bills are going up and but what happens is then you're creating that anxiety you're creating that worry you're like you're coming from the lack mentality you're not seeing um you're not then being able to come from a creative space on, on how you can change that and what else that you can do. It keeps you stuck and you create more of the same and you just like, you keep working hard. You keep, because let's just say your set point is for a hundred thousand a year. Okay. So but without you realizing that that's programmed into your subconscious mind, you can work so hard all year and you maybe get like a little incremental change above that. But what will happen is bills will come in or something else will come in. And basically you'll end up roughly about the same. Or let's just say um, you're getting closer to the end of the year and you're, you've only made 80,000. Something will happen really big that will then bring you back up to that 100,000. So you will always kind of, it's that fairness that with your money. Um. And it's understanding that when we're constantly looking from our results, we can't create what it is that we want. We have to be able to come from the reality that we want to create and be able to live in that space to be able to then to create it. And that was like, like that's been such a massive mind shift, uh, mindset shift for me. And it's what I, I spend time um, teaching with my clients and seeing the shifts that they're making, seeing them creating the relationships that they want to create, getting totally on track and focused on their goal, but coming from the spaces if they already have it. And that takes energy. And, and in the beginning, you don't believe it. But it's like a challenge. Like, what is it you actually believe? Because a lot of our times, our beliefs are, are wonky. Our belief systems have come from 
when we've been growing up and every, all the conversations that's been going on around about us has just been fed right into our subconscious mind. Because it's not until we're about seven or eight that we get our conscious mind where we're able to think, well, yeah, I believe that or I don't believe that or I accept that or I don't accept that. Like everything from the time you're seven has just gone right in. And it creates all these um, different ideas about how we see the world, how we see ourselves, what we think we're capable of. And then because we've got that in there, we then start our behaviours are in alignment of what's going on in our, our subconscious mind. And because then our behaviour is in alignment with that, we then creating the results of what's going on in our subconscious mind. So then we look at it and we go, yep, that's right. I knew, like, I wasn't a very good uh, student at school. Yep, I wasn't very bright. Or, yep, I knew I wasn't, wasn't going to end up having, like, a good relationship. Like, whatever it is, because, like I say, um, a lot of, you think about just, like, what your beliefs are around money. How, how were you brought up around money? Like, what was happening? Um, was money something that was scarce? Was it something you were taught to um, grow on trees? Was it something that if you were maybe brought up in a family that was doing okay, but say your mum and dad were maybe looking at people who had a lot of abundance in their life and saying, oh, well, they're obviously having, uh, they're, they're ripping people off for to get that kind of money and that's the only way they could be ending up making that kind of money. We start to realise that all that's programmed in, into us and then we wonder why we're not getting the success that we want to get if that's how we've been brought up, a lot of times we don't even realise it. And it's no disrespect to our parents. Our parents are always doing the best job they possibly can for us, but they're just a product of their parents' conditioning and programmes. And then and, and then that keeps them going further, further back. So we've got beliefs that comes from like four or five generations deep. And it's locked away in our subconscious mind. And it doesn't always step out to do something that we realise that that's even there. So it's been a fascinating journey for to to realise, like, obviously, um, like, I created my dream wedding. I got my soulmate. I had a vision in my head as well of how I wanted my wedding to be. Um, I, and I can remember, because I got married in Italy in Sorrento, and I can remember after going to see the venue, because we didn't obviously didn't fly over or anything before to see it, we literally turned up everything was all booked and planned and we literally turned up for the wedding and when after the first day we had arrived we got taken to the venue of where our wedding reception was going to be and I can remember coming back and having lunch with my mom and dad in the square in Sorrento, Sorrento was so beautiful and I started to cry my mom's like are you all right and I'm like it's just happy tears because it's everything I imagined it was absolutely perfect and it was the same I, the same visualization that I had used over and over, I could visualize before Raymond had came along, like this romantic trip to Paris. Um, I'd never been to Paris before. I had plenty of opportunities with other friends, and I decided, I'm like, no, I'm not going. I'm I'm going to go with my soulmate, and they would all look at me and go, for goodness sake, goodness, goodness knows how long that's going to be. Um, you know, just want to come to Paris, and I'm like, no. And I was determined that that dream was going to come true. 
And I had visualized it to the very detail of like how I would feel walking along hand in hand uh, of the, the CN. And I mean, I had never been to Paris, but obviously I'd, I'd seen pictures or movies. I had visualized us sitting down um, underneath the Eiffel Tower by the side of the CN, sitting having a wee glass of wine in the sunshine. Like, like to that amount of detail. Um, and I used to go to that place all the time in my mind, especially when I'm starting to feel lonely. And don't, don't get me wrong, there were still lots of times that I was really lonely and I would still get stuck in the, the what is, the here and now, what I didn't have. But that, if you stay in that space and you're in that space all the time, then that's what you're going to create more of the same. So anyway, being able to um, work on myself and being able to live in my imagine, imagination more and more, I was able to create that perfect um, dream trip to Paris, which Raymond took me to. And I can remember we were walking along this again, hand in hand. And then we sat underneath the Eiffel Tower and we sat and had a glass of wine. And I started to cry. And Raymond, um, for anyone who knows him, like he's just, especially way back before he was uh, doing all the personal development stuff, he was just like that emotion. Oh my goodness, what's this? What's happening? What's going on? I'm like, it's okay, it's happy tears. So there's like, I've imagined this moment so many times and it's exactly how I imagined it. Incredible. So I just wanted to share a little bit of my story. So you've got a more understanding of who I am, why I'm putting the Empower Hour together in the first place, um, extending my gratitude to Sheila. And like I say, if I've resonated with anybody and it's helped empower you to you know, go and do some work on yourself, start believing again, start visualising or even getting clarity on what it is you want because that's where you need to start and not focusing on what we don't want. But life's all about contrast. We we get um, these lessons of what we don't want to help us get us closer to what we do want. There's always the law of opposites going on. For every good, there's a bad. There's an up, there's a down, there's a back, there's a front. And that's another thing that I've trained my mind for to do, which has served me so well and continue to do so, that I want to um, leave you guys with is when you understand the law of opposites, that there is good and bad in every situation. So for everything that's positive, there'll be something negative. And for something negative, there's always something positive. So whatever challenge you're facing, I promise you there'll be some good in it. There'll be some lesson in it. There'll be some growth in it. Should you train your mind for to start looking for it? And equally, if you're then stepping out and start to create something wonderful, there will be a little challenge that'll come along with something a little bit negative in it. But again, it's where you put your focus is what expands. But if you can look on the negative parts that's been there for your growth, for there to help you to expand, you start to look at things in a whole new way. So... I look forward to welcoming you back for another episode next week for the Empower Hour. So if you have any questions, feel free for to um, get in touch. I will leave my website and my Facebook group, which is the Success Academy, um, underneath this podcast. So just drop me a message if there's anything that you want to know a little bit more on. With regards to anything that I spoke of, then I'm here. I'm more than happy to help. But otherwise, I will see you all next week. So go and create a great day. And when you keep on creating great days, it ends up in ends up a great life. Take care. Bye bye.